No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> oh, wait, it's not Halloween. Yeah, no, 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 it's past Halloween. That's right, it's time for another episode of Con Air Radio, and of course, we are your hosts. We've got R-Tab. Hello, hello, hello. And Haggard, Haggard himself, that's me, that's Jared, and that's it right now. That is is it for now. That is it for now. Um, Yeah, we're kind of scaling back a little bit, trying some new things, Uh, but we want to see what you guys think. Uh, If you guys are in, of course, if you guys are in, in the Phoenix, Arizona area, Yes, we're, we are. We're always open to, uh, I don't know, maybe having some guest hosts in every once in a while. Yeah. So if you guys want to get in contact with us, feel free. Of course, our Facebook page, Con Air Radio. Correct. So Con Air One. Con, Con, Con Air, Air Radio, Radio One. Yeah. <laughs> but just look us up, Con Air Radio, on Facebook, uh, and you guys can get in contact with us if you guys want to help us out, co-host. Uh, we'll even... Uh, We'll see what we can do for some co-hosts here in the next couple of months. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a few. Oh, I, yeah. I have a couple of people I'm going to try to bring in. Okay. So, uh, also with us, we've got a, a, a repeat offender. Repeat a, offender. A, correct. A recidivist. <laughs> we have Jen Windrow back in the studio with us. Hi, Jen. Hi. How you doing? Thank you for having me back. Oh, of course. Thank you for wanting to come back. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the hard part is getting them to want to come back. Yeah, <laughs> didn't scare me away the first time. So uh, we've had we've had two that have actually left state. So yeah, <laughs> they, just, they they just don't want to come back. He's like, we're done with this. <laughs> so uh, how you been since the last time we talked? I've been good, busy, really busy. busy. Yep. yep. Got 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 a couple things out of the pipeline that you were looking at. I did. Yeah. Well, we did. The, I saw you guys again at Phoenix Fan Fest, which was mm-hmm. awesome. So that was that was great. And I had another book published since the last time I was here. So I have four now, and wow. wrote another one. While you know, in the meantime, which I'm editing, hoping to have out by Comic Con. Nice. Or Comic Fest. Comic Comic Fest. Fest. <laughs> yes. Which Comic which Fest. we will talk about that later. Yes. Boom. Yes. So. Been busy, and been busy. You know, my publisher would like me to pick up the pace a little bit. But, ah. you know. so what's this? Uh, what's this new book? The new one is the third in the Redeeming Cupid series called Pricked by Thorns. It's um, number three, and uh, it is a the story. And I'm going to totally blow this name. Um, the story. It's basically Romeo and Juliet. It was the Greek myth that Romeo and Juliet is based off of. But okay. I didn't want to rewrite Romeo and Juliet, so I took my favorite parts out of that and screwed them around. So <laughs> I like that. That's that's the best thing when you can sample other works to yeah. to actually make yours better. Yeah, I like, I like that. The only thing I really liked out of Romeo and Juliet was the poison berries, which you know, yeah. little death things. So I took those and played around with it. And yeah, there's. I mean, there, there there's a lot of other stuff too that I liked, but. Yeah, the poison berries yeah. is probably my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> so I took that and made the made it basically. Uh, she has to find her because it's a romance. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a romance. So oh, I, you know, romance. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I took that she had to find her soulmate by the time she was twenty five and feed him a handful of poison berries. If he lives, 
Yay, if he dies, well, <laughs> guess what? If he dies, uh, he dies. <laughs> he dies, <laughs> obviously. And if she doesn't, then she dies lonely and unloved. So, yeah. Yeah, still sounds like a good time. <laughs> it is. It is fun. So, so it's actually my best reviewed one so far, too, yeah. which is... What are uh, what are the numbers since it's been uh, since it's been out? They've if, been, if you know, they've been good. the The reviews have been great on Amazon. It's all five stars right now. I really haven't Ooh. gotten dinged at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got dinged by one person on Goodreads, but Goodreads is a really tough crowd. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys know about the Goodreads. I, I know Goodreads. I, I'm on Goodreads, and yeah. yeah, I quit paying attention a long time. They're ago. scary, <laughs> but yeah, I think I had one person told me it was really vulgar, and I was like, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you should have read the first two. You know. Yeah, I I, I kind of see Goodreads as the uh, as the Yelp of yeah. the. Of the book world, it really is. Mm. It's it's scary. It well, I mean, you you get you get more people negatively commenting than you do positive. You do, you do. Yeah. And usually, and you can get a lot of five star reviews, but those are the ones that actually don't leave a review. They just leave you a, a just, star just a rating five star, and yeah. say, "Okay, here you go. You got a five star," and then nothing else. But then you get in one star, and it's like. They rip you to shreds. It's like the world's falling <laughs> yeah, apart. Exactly. Yeah, don't tell me what my book is like. Just give me really good ratings. That's when you have to go back to your favorite authors that you know are amazing and look at their reviews and go, okay, yeah. I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> and have you ever noticed on Yelp when you get those five-star reviews that don't have anything? Yelp ignores them. Yeah, it does. Does it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Yelp actually goes through and kind of uh, does their own research in saying, oh, no, this one's not real. So they'll take it off. Because I worked for a, 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 a computer repair shop that used to get like five-star, 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 five-star. Yeah. And they started going through them and saying, um, these aren't real, these aren't real, these aren't real. Sounds like Amazon right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was kind of annoying because, uh, you know, we could have had so many good yeah. ratings and yeah. but yelp filters it yeah so it yeah i have the you know i've got the three in this series out i have just the one in the vampire series still but um the second book is written it's it's a it's a holy mess because i did it during the NaNoWriMo <laughs> so it's ah. just an ugly mess right now <laughs> but i want to have it out before comic-con because i need to have that's my biggest seller at comic-con is the vampire series so. mm-hmm. i know and we were we were talking a little bit before the show you said at uh, at phoenix fan fest your five your five first sales were men. Were men. <laughs> yeah. Not my demographic. Yeah. And it was unusual. I mean, I, I kept, and, and they'd say, you know, who do you write like? And I'd say, you know, Kim Harrison, Kelly Armstrong. I love them. And okay, you know, and had one contact me afterwards, said I love the book. I'm like, wow, great, okay. So yeah, it was huh. just a weird, FanFest was a very different demographic for it me was. than Comic-Con was, so. Yeah, I mean, Fan FanFest in and of itself was just a, a little a little different than yeah. Than the, than the other cons. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I, I felt it was a little more intimate. I could really yeah. talk to people. I, I mean, I had some guy come up at the end asking me about writing. Just mm-hmm. I wasn't even interested in my books. Just saw that I was an author and stood there for like an hour just talking to me about writing and how to do it. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it, it's kind of weird. Like at FanFest, I was actually able to talk to a one of the, the female wrestlers that were there. Yeah. And like we actually talked for a good 30 minutes, and we found out we actually have a, a mutual friend. Nice. Just like through the, through the whole I'm like, Oh wow! I okay. Now I know how to get in contact with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I felt like I could see more of the costumes too. Oh yeah. Like I, I actually had an opportunity to see more of them. It wasn't just so packed. So. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of an interesting story. Um, during the Christmas holidays, um, we're just kind of kicked back at the house. And it was either Christmas or, or New Year's actually. 
Um, doesn't kick, ma- it doesn't matter. They both blend together. Yeah, it, it, it was just kicked back at the house, and, and I'm way, way, way out in Apache Junction. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of my neighbors have four legs. Um, <laughs> but and, uh, and that that's just because of the power plant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's the other direction. Oh, that's the other direction. <laughs> they yeah, have right. that, and AJ doesn't have one of those. But uh, I'm I'm sitting there. It's kicked back. It's all dark out already, and, you know. And I hear this. There's a knock on my door. And no one knocks on my door. Well, except for I did have a, a, the, the religious individuals the other day. Okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway, there's a knock on my door. And uh, I open up the door, and I look at this guy, and he's got his wife. She's down off the, off the side. Um, and uh, he looked familiar. And they're looking for my neighbor, um, which, you know, it happens occasionally. Yeah. But it comes to find out that, I know this guy because he's in some of my Facebook circles. Yeah, I've had that a couple of times. And I'm sitting there going, hey, I know you. <laughs> and I turn around going, but if you're looking for so-and-so, he, he's over there. And so he went over. So I immediately go over to my sit down in front of my computer going, nice to meet you. <laughs> and I sent him a message, and, and he answered back a couple of days later. And I, th- I thought it was funny. Because, uh, that, what was that's that's kind of creepy, Artab. What was his name? Uh, Chris Chris Hardwick? Hardwick? Hardwick, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, uh, we're in the same circles. We had never met. Yeah. And I just said, that's really kind of weird. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Chris Hardwick? Uh-huh. You mean like the Chris Hardwick? Oh, he's got a um, beard. Like, like kinda. gray? Like, like kind of gray? I'm, I'm going to have to pull up a picture and show yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We'll do okay. it. Because, I, I mean, he's in my Facebook. I know he's in my Facebook stuff. Okay, because like, I'm, I'm like, if he's who I think he is, I'm actually a fan of his. Well, he's not that old. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's like in his uh, 30s or something like that, maybe. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I know he's attached to almost everything. Cosplay, yeah. uh, Comic Con, everything in the valley. So that, that, that's kind of weird because yeah, if if you know him, I, I need to know him. Well, I didn't know him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, if if if, if yeah. your if your neighbor knows him, yeah, yeah. Actually, that was the funniest part about that too. My neighbor also knows. Um, uh, kids need to read Denise. Um, oh yeah. And he's also a, um, a um, Arizona Renaissance guy too. And I go when we moved in. I go. I know you. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys do the Renaissance? I, I, I go yet. all the time. Oh, I mean, I haven't gone. My wife has gotten kind of tired of going because it's expensive and a lot of walking. Um, expensive. <laughs> but uh, very soon, I'm hoping to uh, pick up a small portable version of this that actually runs on batteries. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, and it actually has all the same kind of cabling and stuff, and it does the recording, everything right there. Oh, cool. So my goal is one of these days we're just going to take the mics in this little box and we're going to sit down in the middle of the grass out there and record a show. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, that would so, be. Yeah. But I, I, it's I, also 400 bucks, so it's not something I, I'm buying I, right I, away. I need to be careful sitting in the grass because anytime I go to Ren Fair, I wear a kilt. Uh, and I wear traditional. Yeah, I hate it when that L- little, little TMI, <laughs> but... <laughs> it is a little too much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, we, do, we are doing that. But uh, the cool thing is is that we're kind of getting semi-established now where people are actually, um, you know, knowing who we are. Uh, I, we, I did um, uh, a panel. Uh, I sat in and, and listened to a panel uh, for Sabotin. Um, with a, a group called uh, Stream Arizona. 
And while I was talking to one of the guys from Stream Arizona, one of their fans, or a girl, came up and she started talking. And um, she goes, so and who are you? And I said, oh, I'm Artab from uh, Kanye Radio. She goes, I know you guys. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I reached out to two of the smaller cons that we did last year. Well, actually, I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Last year. Um, and both of those cons are like, Yes, yes, we want you to come back. Nice. <laughs> so we're just like, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> one of those cons happens to be on the same weekend as another slightly bigger con that we go to. Ever the better. <laughs> so yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, you well, know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. Well, back, back to Jen. <laughs> back. Oh, yes. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> It's okay. I'm, I'm good with digressing. I, I went off on a tangent. Yeah, you, you, you. It's been a while since you've talked. Yeah, yeah I've kind of missed the last couple. Of months. <laughs> uh, so I know you said you, yeah, you're, yeah, you have this other one that you're writing. Yeah, my vampire uh, series, which is my favorite. The yeah. urban fantasy is my favorite. So okay, do, do we have a working title for that one yet? Evil's ultimate huntress. Evil's ultimate huntress. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Um, and that, that the first book in that, The Evil's Unlikely Assassin, and that is is actually fairly popular. I'm doing really well with that one. I think that's probably the best seller out of all my books. But unlike what everybody says in the industry, publishing industry, vampires are not dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People love their vampires. And oh no, it's true. So um, it, for me, it's a big push to have it before Comic Con because I really sold very very well with the first one. So I'm hoping to get repeat customers there that come back and want the second one in the series and. I have another urban fantasy that's uh, based off the story of Dorian Gray, which is I love that story. one of my favorites. So, and ended up doing that because we were watching Penny Dreadful, and <laughs> I loved Dorian Gray in yeah. that show. And I thought, I wonder if anybody's done a modern day like Dorian Gray. And believe it or not, it's it's not really a popular. Subject. It's not. It, it's it's one of those stories that I it, it stands the test of time. But not a lot of people know about it. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's part a very of the problem. Not a lot of people. Obscure stories. So I, uh, I started, and I started this book a while back. But then I had publishing contracts, and I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't get it done. So my, I would love to have that one done by Comic Con too, because it's a, I just think it would sell in that crowd. I think it's something that would really, with the right cover and and the right, you know. You'll have right to start push. pushing the League of, uh, League of Gentlemen. Uh, League, League of Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Yeah. 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 yeah, which I, I do. We just watched that movie the other day. It's <laughs> one of the few movies that actually touched bases on it. But yeah, there, it there was, was another yeah. one I thought they were doing specifically. They were making a, um, a Dorian Gray movie. There, there was. It did not do very well. I, like, I, like, I, I, remember, I remember <laughs> hearing about it, but I think... I, I don't even think it even made it to theaters. It was like one of those... It's a shame. Straight yeah. to DVD. Yeah. Straight straight to DVD, straight to streaming TV. Sci-fi channel kind of, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's amazing, though, when you think about that, because uh, there are movies that have been created that have either been finished but never actually put out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know that... What was it? I think Sony. Um, and Sony... And an American company and China put out, uh, created one of these huge, huge, flamboyant, colorful uh, battle scene movies that has never been on a screen. Yeah. It's never was finished. 
And I know a few movies that they could probably have not put out that would have been good. <laughs> yeah, and there's a bunch of those. No, but they, uh, we're talking, they put out hundreds of millions of dollars on this, yeah. and then we've put out all this money, and we're just going to say, no, we're done. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they just, just think audience reviews are just going to be yeah, horrible. A, a lot they... of times, because this actually happened with, with one of my favorite movies, Repo the Genetic Opera. There was okay. <laughs> so apparently there was a reason. There was a big push for this movie. It actually stars Paul Servino, um, Paris Hilton. Uh, There's no reason it well, didn't no, no, do no, well. No. And and I I have because of this movie I have actually the utmost respect for Paris Hilton because I actually got to meet her and talk with her and she's not as pa- Paris she Hilton. Was. Paris Hilton is an act. It's a character. Yeah. I got to meet the woman behind the character, and she is very intelligent. She is very well spoken, and it blew my mind. Like I had a brand new respect for Paris Hilton behind the mask. So she's not the ditzy era no. she puts out there that she ever no. wants everybody to she, see. She she actually said because because we talked for a little bit. She's like, no, it's all it, it's an act. It's it's an act to get publicity. So that's you're telling me the Kardashians are actually intelligent? No, <laughs> no, the Kardashians. That's a different story. <laughs> but it's so bad story. <laughs> so this so this movie, it tested really well. Once it actually hit, uh, it was put out by by Lionsgate. Okay, good company. Yeah. Good company, great company. But when they put it out, they put it out in one theater, in Anchorage, Alaska. That's stupid. <laughs> Why not give it one big city at least? Right. You know, <laughs> Anchorage is huge. Yeah. So. But- I don't know. It's huge, but hit big cities. I think of you know L.A. or give it something good. Give it a chance at least. (laughs) But but I I will say that and and a couple of the other stars in there. um, You have uh, um, Ogre from uh, there's a uh, a band called Sick Puppies. He's uh, he's in it. Um, What what is his name? Uh, uh, Bill. Oh, why, I, I I I always forget his name. I'll have to I'll have to come back to that. But he he's done like a bunch of uh, a bunch of horror movies. Okay. Uh, he was like Chop Top and uh, Doctor Death and a, a couple different. Uh, Bill Mosley, that's his name. Um, and also, Broadway's own Sarah Brightman. Wow. And Alexa Vega. It's a very unusual. Very cast. unusual <laughs> cast. But the reason they did it is because number one, it's a musical. It's it's actually an opera. It's a mo- it's a modern day opera, quote unquote, and it's this awesome movie. It, the only reason it didn't do so well is because it deals with blood, guts, and gore. So, can you rent it? Can you? You can rent it. You yeah. can find it. I I, uh, I know for a while Netflix was streaming was it. it. I may have to check it out. It sounds like but something I would really like. It, oh, it's it's beautiful, and uh, I actually I actually took part in one of the one of the very first shadow castings. Like you know what they do with Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show. Oh yeah. Never I, heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> never heard never. of it. If you have not heard of Rocky Horror Picture Show, get out. Yeah. No. Just stop this podcast! No, don't, don't do that. Don't. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We still who, love you. Who was it that we had on our podcast last uh, last Comic Con? Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> so <Random. laughs> the, the 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 Rocky the Rocky Horror Podcast Show. Big shout out to you guys. Thank you again for supporting. Um, but yeah, and was that when the new movie came out? When they did the new one? No, no. Oh, okay. it, it, the the Rocky Horror Podcast Show is a group of individuals who have been on. Uh, on cast, on shadow casting for Rocky Horror Picture okay. Show, and they decided to put a podcast together, talk about all things Rocky related, and kind of, kind of, kind of what we do. They go to the different conventions, they try to find out all that, all that's going on. And speaking of Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I already know they know this, but for those of you who haven't, 
coming to uh, Phoenix Fan Fa- uh, Phoenix Comic Fest. <laughs> this is going to take a lot. Yeah, to it's going to take soon. a little bit. Of <laughs> but uh, Tim Curry. Oh I yeah, I saw, saw that. that. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Frankenfurter yeah. himself will be here. My yes. concern with that though is the last time I saw him, he was still in a wheelchair, <laughs> and he's going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Yeah. So that's, I, what a, that's what a stroke does to you. Uh, my, my, my concern with that is, is you know, there, there's times now I have great respect for him, but I mean, there are times that is it really still worth it to try to go to these things? He loves it. Well, he, I know he, he loves it, but it's, it's just getting he's around. Done so many iconic characters. Yeah. I mean, oh, good. Well, no, I, yeah, there was a show that I used to, that I loved um, back in the day that he was a part of that was a science fiction show, and yeah. uh, it was called Earth 2. Mm-hmm. And he played a bad guy in it, and but they 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 canceled the stupid thing, and I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, e- even he said, I would rather go out and meet the fans and actually do something rather than just sit in my wheelchair at my home doing absolutely nothing. I think that's awesome. I think the fact that he, you know, because it's got to be a lot more work to drive oh, yeah. a wheelchair than it is to just walk in and do it, but to. To say, you know what, I'm willing to put it in there just to meet you guys. I and, think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that gets me. I mean, because it's not all glitz when these guys come here. They are they are pushed, and we've t- talked to many of them, uh, a lot of the celebrities and the different things. They're pushed from one thing to another, to another, to another, to another, to another. Yeah. And, and it is it is a job, but they earn a decent buck when they're here. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, but you know, but to be have to deal with it while being pushed around in a wheelchair, um, and you know, going up and down elevators, and, and I mean, of course, he's a celebrity, so he's taking all the back yeah. elevators, so that's yeah. the benefit there. He doesn't have to worry about you know, 17 people trying to fit in a seven. <laughs> seven-person yeah. elevator. When I saw his name pop up, I was like, "Yes, that's gonna be just yeah. to catch a glimpse of him." Would j- be j- just, just to go up and actually like shake his hand and just yeah. to just tell him how big of an impact that he's had, yeah. not not just in a community but also a personal impact. Yeah. You People know, love that, him. that's something that I want to do. Even even if I don't pay money to actually get an autograph or get a picture with him, I still want the opportunity to shake his hand, look him in the eye, and say thank you. Yeah. See, yeah. that is what I'm planning to do with one of the authors that are coming to mm. Phoenix Fan Fest. Phoenix, Phoenix Comic Con Fest. 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 Get Comic it right, Fest. Probably after the third name change. Yeah. Um, R.A. Sabatori. <gasps> I didn't know he was... You didn't know he was coming? I had no idea. Okay. Oh. I guess I should look since I'm actually going. You know, I should probably look and see who else is there. I, I have. I'm now, I, because I've gotten so busy with the podcasting and stuff, my reading has gone off to oblivion. Um, and it really is sad for me because I have so many people I want to support, uh, and I haven't picked up a book in ages. Yeah. But R.A. Salvatore is just one of those, oh, I'm not going to have to get my books. I'm going to have to get them all stacked together. I'm going to have to go hauling them through so you can sign all 12 or whatever. And I have no idea. <laughs> well, I did a, um, last year at Comic-Con, I did an alcohol with authors event. And it yeah, was I just, wanted to do that. Well, it was fun, <laughs> but I didn't realize Terry Brooks was going to be there. My husband's a huge Terry Brooks fan. We have every book the guy's ever written. Yeah, that was, what, two years ago? I that was last year. No, he was no. up in the, he was out, he was up oh, in the event. And and the alcohol with authors, he was like the big draw for that. Oh, wow. And we go, I walk up to him. I have nothing. I mean, I, I have no books. I pulled just some random receipt out of my purse and said, <laughs> my husband loves you. Would you sign this for him? He goes, you know what? I'll give you a bookmark. Because <laughs> I, you know, I literally, it was like a Walmart receipt or something that 
I had, he was so nice, he was so kind, and he signed it, but that was the same thing. It was like, okay, if I had, had I known, I would have had a stream of books, you know, 50 of them for him to sign. It's a couple of years ago, he was here. Was he? Yeah. And um, uh, there, I had him sign, or actually, I had to go do something else, so my wife had actually got him to sign all uh, a couple of books that I had. Um, and uh, he... Uh, uh, he also was involved with a, um, a compilation book okay. where he wrote, like, one story. Like the anthologies. Uh, yeah, yeah, the anthologies. Well, this this book came out for Phoenix Comic Con. Nice. Um, so uh, almost every one of the authors that wrote were here. Very nice. Um, so we actually got it, uh, bought the book, got it signed by practically everybody. That's really cool. And just for curiosity, three days after Comic-Con, I checked eBay. People were trying to sell this book for 300 bucks. With all the signatures? <laughs> With all the nice. signatures on it. <laughs> That's so. not when you made it big. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, And I still have, I'm, I did not sell yeah, mine because I, 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 that kind of thing is too, too personal for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to do that way. <laughs> well, and there's authors like Charlene Harris. I waited in line for her. Jim Butcher was another one. But Jim Butcher comes like every week uh, every couple often. of years yeah he's yeah. here quite but often I'm, and um chuck wendig those those authors. we also got um um oh shoot now i can't remember her name um, 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 um outlander oh diane gablebon yeah gablebon because she's yeah. local <laughs> yeah she is she lives uh um funny story with that my my husband tells me hey we're gonna go out to brunch with one of my racquetball buddies okay so we go into this little restaurant, you know, close to our house that the guy's son actually owns. And we're sitting there talking. And he says, this guy says to me, so what do you do for a living? I said, I'm, a, I'm an author. And he says, oh, my cousin's an author. And I said, oh, really? And I said, is, is, is she published? Yeah. Um, you know, she's got a few things out. You might have heard, heard of her, Diane Gavlobon. I'm like, this is right when Showtime started the show. And I'm uh -huh. like, a few things? Like, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> it's way more than a few. And, you know. There's another local author that's kind of along that line. Uh, and he's local, uh, named Sam Skykes. I've, yeah, I know that name. That's yeah. his daughter. That's his mother. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So he's doing like the Stephen King... Stephen King's son's name. No, actually, he's on his own. Sorry, he doesn't. He he Just very completely. rarely. Okay. You know, he her mom. His mom goes this way, and he goes this way. But he's big locally. He's like almost, he? almost all the conventions. And I know the name. Like, yeah, I know the name. I've he heard does of a lot of panels with uh, with James um, and uh, April Pike, um, 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 Tom uh, Levine, and so there's there's uh, this group that's really. <laughs> yeah. I when I when I started this, I turned around and going, I know so many authors. <laughs> Believe me, we're not going to have a problem finding guests, and I don't. I, I actually have to limit myself now. Uh, when we first started this, I got to a point where I was six months out. Wow. Nice. And I had guests for all every other week for six months, pretty much. And now I have to kind of hold myself off because I've added new types of people. Right. Yeah, you um, don't want the same. You, you yeah, have, so you know. we started mixing in um, uh, cosplay people and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but cosplayers are a little tighter fit. I have to, I have to keep the, the, the dates closer. Yeah. 
So it, it kind of sucks because because a, a convention could pop up and they need to get ready for Boop. it. Yeah, right. That's, right. that's exactly it. it. They do pop up. <laughs> well, that's so they because the convention will just come to them and say, hey, yeah. you know, we want you out here, and and so yeah, sir. And then business, you know, so. we we don't pay them to interview them. Right. Exactly. And yeah. they get paid to go stand and yeah. look pretty. <laughs> but <laughs> but we do have a couple of cosplay people that are going to be joining us soon. Yes, so it's yes, very good. Yes. We're going to have actually later on this month. We're going to have. Um, uh, Amber Bright? Yep, yep, Amber Bright. Well, mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about trying to pull in Amber Sky again. Yeah, so. I, I definitely want to get Amber Sky because she's awesome. She's amazing. She's fun. She <laughs> is. And I've, I've talked to her a couple of times since the since the podcast. So, yeah, she, um, Oh, yeah, I spent some, a lot of time over there talking to her um, during FanFest. Mm-hmm. And she was great. She's fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are going to take a quick break. So we can, uh, you know, edit in the commercials, ed- edit in the commercials, <laughs> do all that fun stuff. But we will be right back. Uh, going to get a little bit more into uh, some nerdy movie talk. You said nerdy, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Nerdy. Okay. <laughs> or dirty. It doesn't matter. Never know. Yeah. <laughs> Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. You're listening to Star Worldwide Networks, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Networks offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, Star Worldwide Networks can make it happen. Star Worldwide Networks, where you are the star. For more information, just visit us at StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Ed Vanderly here, the host of 1980-something. Do you love the 80s? Did you live through the 80s? Do you miss the 80s? Every week, we celebrate the decade of decadence right here on Star Worldwide Network with 1980-something. We take you back in time. We talk about music, movies, TV, fashion, the games, whatever comes to mind. So join me here each week on 1980-something on Star Worldwide Networks. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! All right, we are back, and as promised, we're going to talk about some dirty, uh, sorry, nerdy <laughs> movies. Nerdy. Nerdy movies. Nerdy. And, of course, we can't uh, start off and actually talk uh, about anything except Star Wars, The Last Jedi. We have to. We, we have to. Uh, we didn't get an opportunity to talk about it in December because we were taking the break. God, we needed a break. Yes, we, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, all right, so... I I was able to see it opening night. I actually went with a group of my friends. We dressed up. We did the whole fun thing. I went as uh, as Jedi Hagrid. Yes, it was pretty cool. Little pink with parasol. With my pink with my pink parasol that had the pink lightsaber inside of it that lit up and was awesome. Very cool. 
Um, I have to say this, and I'm, I'm, I, I, I think it's been enough time where spoilers are a thing of the past. I think we're fine. I think, I, I think we're fine. Um, the biggest thing that I that I hated about it. Beep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that uh, BB9E did not have a bigger part. Yeah, I noticed that. Okay. Yeah, it was a so, very tiny part. It very, was not like you mentioned it. Very really small part. It very much. He's so, a stalker, though. Do you notice yeah, that? Yeah. He's, he's stalker. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So, BB9E, or as most people call him, BB8, which is the the evil version of BB8, uh, literally was probably in the movie a total of two minutes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the Porg was in it better, bigger, you know, more time. Than he than he was, yeah, yeah, chicken, yeah, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Seriously, I want to I want to I want to go someplace and have pork on a stick. I yeah, I'm I'm serious. Oh, maybe we should drop that line for um, for uh, Arizona Renaissance instead of turkey on the stick. They pork call it pork on a stick, stick for like a Star Wars night. <laughs> that would be awesome. that would be hilarious. <laughs> all right, but in in all seriousness though, um, I enjoyed the movie. It was it was a great movie to go into. Not expecting anything. There were there were a couple of things that I did get a kick out of. Um, I, one outright, Princess Leia, General Leia, She's using amazing. the Force. General yeah. I, and I, I have an argument with that. Um, she should be a little bit rusty because she <laughs> like I, I did this incredible thing for I, never using it before. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe she was using the Force. I believe that the Force itself. Was saving her. Yeah, I guess that would work. <laughs> I, I that that's one of the big that that's my big speculation. There is, there was a lot of things going on, and with the resurgence of the Jedi, the Force was there, and the Force knew that she was somebody that was a key factor in everything, and that she needed to survive. You so my question survive. is, had Carrie Fisher actually passed away after it was... I don't remember the timeline. No, she, was she, she was. She had filmed all of eight, and actually she already filmed some of nine oh, before okay. she passed. Okay. Um, actually, from what I, from what I remember, I, I, I believe she filmed actually a majority of nine. I didn't know that. Okay, so she will be in the final. So movie. no, she's 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 not in the last. She's movie. not going to be. Okay. They're no, refilming she, a lot and re-editing a lot. Okay. Um, but yeah, she, she did that. She did the stunt, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of people online talking about, you know, Princess Leia is not supposed to have the forest bulb, all this stuff. It's like, no, if you, if you remember actually in the audio, uh, when, um, when they were, when they were making the, uh, making the trailers, Luke himself was actually talking. I have it. My sister has it. My father has right. it. It was in the old. It was in the old movies. It, it was in the old movies, and I do believe that yes, she was a practitioner of the Force. She may have not as been as strong as Luke was, but I think the Force knew that she had to be saved. So it wasn't her saving herself using the Force. It was the Force saving her. Okay. She just used it for like around the office type thing. You know, yeah, a pencil I can, over there. <laughs> I'd love to have that. <laughs> Give me that power. I'm all good. This is like I gotta use the fax machine. <laughs> I and I can get behind that. I absolutely can. That that it chose yeah. to save her. And and especially because of what happened later in the movie on on the red planet, um, 
you know, with Luke coming down and actually fighting. Honestly, I have a question because I, I, I didn't go back and see it a second time. I still want to. Did Luke's likes lightsaber ever make contact with Kylo's lightsaber? Because this is actually a debate I'm having in my household right now. Well, it couldn't with, if he was if he was. Yeah, but my roommate beamed in or my, whatever. My my roommate no. is saying he actually he remembers seeing the lightsabers connect, and I don't remember that at all. I saw Luke dodging out of the way every single time. Well, I was confused because well, how did he even have it? Because he didn't have the lightsaber. It was an image of the lightsaber. Yeah, it was a facsimile. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was his force. Uh, he forced his force. Yeah, well, no, it, it was a force projection. Yeah. That's what it was. And I think they did that beautifully. I love the fact that we're still, even now, so many years after the start of this wonderful uh, franchise, learning new things about what the force can do. Right. Yeah. So. Metachlorians. Yeah, the metachlorians <laughs> and all this. I... So I'm I'm still holding out that that they never touch lightsabers that that was for a reason and also me, and also I, I was told I didn't actually notice this at first I need to go back and watch it but everybody who walked on the sand on the salt left a red footprint yeah supposedly Luke never did oh so that should have been a giveaway to them that, that should, he that should wasn't have been a giveaway there yeah. That should have been a giveaway, and I—that's I, not something I even looked for, and I never thought of it. Now, knowing what I know now, I want to go back and look and see if that's true. Time those to tear details, the movie those, apart. Those yeah, details. those yeah. fun little details that they put in. To, yeah. To uh, yeah. And then, of course, you have, um, oh, what was it? The of course, you know, Luke fading away, going into, going into yeah. becoming a Force ghost, essentially. I love the scene with Yoda. Yeah, Yoda. The puppet. He seemed a little cocky this time. <laughs> he did. Well, I mean, you know, he, he can afford to be. Yeah, well, he Yoda hasn't talked to anybody no. for a while, I presume. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't know it's supposed to be PC now. <laughs> <laughs> He's all pent up. <laughs> yeah. But then you we get that little that little scene at the end with the little boy, broom boy, where he's walking up and he puts out his hand and the broom comes to him. So new contender, new new contender. It, it, it could be a new Padawan. Mm-hmm. It could be just we might never even hear from this kid again. Yeah. It's just we probably won't. We mm-hmm. probably won't. It's just just a little graphic to show that there is a resurgence in the Force. You don't have to be related to be no. a Jedi. Right. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to be a Skywalker messing up the universe to be a Jedi. No, and on that note, mm-hmm. they also are now saying that there's going to be another three different movies not attached to the Skywalker. Yep. So that'll I, be interesting. I, I think it'll be a continuation of uh, of Ray. See, and I'm possibly. confused about Ray because it didn't do anything to clear up anything about <laughs> yeah, Ray for me okay. whatsoever. So that so that glorious scene with Ray and Kylo okay. fighting back to back. Right. Number one, I laughed out loud in joy. I giggled in joy because one of my um, one of my theories from the past movie from uh, uh, from Force Awakens. Yeah. My big theory, and anybody who's listened to me and, and talked about this with me, I believe that Kylo Ren is a double agent. Yes. That he is he is good inside the forces of evil. I could get behind that. For the purpose of good. And my whole thing, and the, the reason I say that is because 
Number one, at the end of uh, uh, Force Awakens, when, unfortunately, Han Solo does die, my big thing is I do not believe Kylo Ren pulled the trigger. I do not believe he turned on the lightsaber because the look on his face and the just literally saying, help me do what I cannot do. So you think Han did it to help him stay Be, Yes, to stay, to stay there. Not, you know, because, stay, uh, because Han realized that him still being alive and still being there was causing such a strain force-wise, good and dark, uh, in Kylo. Han knew that he could not stay around. So I think when he went to go grab the lightsaber, he turned it on himself. That is my big theory. Okay. And when I saw the lightsaber come on and slice Snoke in half... I cheered and giggled out loud. I think a lot of people did. Because a lot of people, it, it yeah. was really, I, I mean, you didn't expect it. You you think, okay, this is his master. This yeah. is his everything. And, and he, he killed he was, him without a thought. Really. He was looking for the right place, the right time, and he had it yeah. right then and there. And then you have this glorious battle scene with Ray and Kylo fighting back to back, helping each other out, destroying the Red Knights. And... All of a sudden, you get this big reveal from Kylo that Ray is a nobody. But yeah, do you but believe that? No, because that's I, my question. That's okay. that's along the lines where I'm sitting there going, "No, that's what you say when you're pissed off at somebody." <laughs> it is, yeah. and and so my thing always been is that they were twins because Luke and Leia were twins, and so obviously Leia could have twins. That's it's in true. Her genetics. So my thought was that they were always twins. And that's that's kind of what were, I separated yeah like, that, that's kind of what i'm thinking yeah. too and i mean the force is a powerful thing the force can make you forget so in their minds in han and leia in ray in kylo their minds were wiped after kylo went berserk right. because of what happened with luke, luke yeah. that she th- that Han and Leia wanted some place. Well, wanted her to be safe. Right. So they dumped her. So right. they dumped yeah. her somewhere. Wiped her memory. Wiped the memory of everybody involved. So I that so I kind of think that the next one's going to have a bigger reveal. Okay. I believe that I I, I still hold out hope that even though Kylo went completely berserk <laughs> at the end oh, and yeah. <laughs> did it, it, and fired upon Luke. Well, with, there was with, a lot with, of hatred with, with great with yeah. good reason yeah. with good reason I will say that I I give it all to Kylo he's yeah. he's my favorite right now he's my favorite bad guy to love he's a good bad guy he's yeah. a great bad guy I love his story arc and I just want to see something in the next movie where Kylo's good he he reveals himself to be good <clears throat> even if it's a dying moment and we find out that him and Ray are twins yeah. Or at least some some sort of familiarity there, and I'm I'm just hoping to see that because it would make a beautiful story, and it's what at least what I believe Star Wars is about. Right. It's it's <clears throat> multiple trilogies, and at the end of the trilogy, everybody's happy. Not your Darth Vader. He's not always happy. <laughs> not well. He, he wasn't al- he, he wasn't always happy, but at the end, he did become a Force Ghost. He found, and he, yeah, he, in the he, first he, original. Three in yeah. the seventies and the eighties. Yes, he did. He found his happiness yes. at the end. He was able to do the right thing. Yeah. And those 
middle three, which yeah, are the first the, three. The, 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 pre, the pre-sequels, the, pre-sequels. the prequels. Yeah, that, that didn't end so well. Could have no. some fun with that one where he appears to Ray and looks at her and says, I am not your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, because I, I know this would actually, this would actually turn a lot of heads. A forced ghost of Anakin coming to Kylo saying, you're doing what you need to do. You are finishing what I was supposed to start, but I was not strong enough to finish. Because so Anakin was supposed a- 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 to... Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the Force. And he couldn't. And he couldn't because he got persuaded by the dark side. Right. That's why. That's one of the big things why I believe, number one, we got that scene with Kylo holding Darth Vader's burnt mask saying, I will finish what you started. Uh-huh. A lot of people think that it's for you know, the Empire that he's going to... No. He's finishing what Anakin started a long time ago, bringing balance okay. to the Force. That's my perspective. Take it as you will. Write me some hate mail. <laughs> I don't care. Facebook, you can find me. But <laughs> we can find you. That's <laughs> that that's my opinion. When it comes to Last Jedi, I loved it for what it was. I hated it for what it wasn't. I think there was a lot of things in there that should have happened that didn't. But all in all, if I had to give it a rating, one out of ten, ten being the you know, the master of all. Ten, ten being Return of Jedi. Or, uh, uh, yeah. Return or, uh, of uh, sorry. Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- ten, ten being, uh, what, what is it, Revenge of the Sith? No, that's the other one. The Return, yeah. I Return can't of the Jedi was the last of the first Yeah, the, first three. the last of the first <laughs> three, yeah. So the Return of the Jedi. Sorry, the timelines. Yeah, me up. <laughs> the timelines. I would honestly have to give it a solid 6.5. Just, just because... It did move very slow in some parts. I did. I, I did not like the the little story with Finn and Rose. It yeah. was very. It was very forgettable. It seemed very forced. In fact, you mentioned it, and I don't even exactly. remember it. I really don't. I exactly. And it's just one of those things where it's like they it could have done without without that. I think there should have been something else going on. Um, I I personally would have liked to see Finn and Poe get together. I would too. You know, and that's the thing. I miss the relationship between Finn and Poe because they had they play off each other yeah. so well and that was missing and even the relationship between Ray and Finn yeah. was missing there was just it just there wasn't as much of that that made the force awakens yeah, it, to it, me it didn't have that grasp more fun and and then you had Han Solo which has always been the comic relief and you were missing that so it was darker mm-hmm. you know and then there's nothing wrong with dark no. I, I like a good dark story but um, heck, we were just talking about Penny Dreadful. I mean, exactly. you know, but I mean, it's just, it's, I miss the levity there too, when you mm-hmm. can just kind of laugh and say, okay, well, yeah, we're taking a break from the dark. Yeah. And, and I, I just have to say, uh, and I know I'm going to make a lot of, uh, a lot of fans very, uh, very mad right now. Beep. Oh. I, <laughs> I enjoyed Rogue One more than I enjoyed Last Jedi. <gasps> I really like Rogue One. I, it yeah. was, I mean, you kind of knew it was going to happen in the end. <laughs> and and yeah, you you, you knew what was going to happen, but you didn't know how it was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, you didn't know how. And I thought it was great to see how they got the plans mm-hmm. that led to that first movie and, yeah. and brought everything together. So yeah, I thought Rogue One was a great movie. I just I just wish we would have been able to get a, a scene between uh, uh, C-3PO and K-2SO just sassing it up. 
that would have been that would have been immaculate. And their little beeps and groans. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, but honestly, Rogue One, it definitely goes above. It goes above Last Jedi. So how do you feel about the Han Solo movie coming out? Um, I'm interested. Yeah, me too. I, I am interested to see what they're going to do. I've always wondered how Han became Han. Yeah. I want to know how he became one of the most, uh, you know, for, for lack of a better term, badass space pirates. Yeah. You know, how I he want met Chewie. How he met Chewie. <laughs> That's that's what I'm looking forward yeah. to. <laughs> See that relationship grow? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little confused though, because uh, but I know that this guy is a great actor. Um, but Woody Harrelson in Han Solo. Is that who he's pl- is that who's no 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 that, no, 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 not, no, no, that, no he's, he's in the he's movie. In the so movie. I'm trying to okay. figure I'm trying to figure out what kind of characters Woody you know, Harrelson. Well, he really play. brought himself in Hunger Games. I mean, Hunger Games was true. awesome. He, he had a great character. He's a great character actor. Well, well yeah, I mean, he's not the same guy as White Man Can Jump, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know which is a great I mean, movie. But Z- it's, Zombieland. You know. Oh yeah, Zombieland. He's fantastic. Zombieland was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, I keep expecting him to kind of just. I think out he's maturing. As yeah. he gets older, he gets better. And, you know, he's one of those actors that as he gets older, he just gets yeah. gets better. I That's mean, true. I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what what they're going to do with it. I mean, I, I saw a couple of uh, uh, promo shots for it where they Did had you? where they had Han and a young um, young Lando. Oh, that'd be fun. So yeah. you kind of get a well, little. It has to be a young Han too. You well, know. yeah, young <laughs> Han, young Lando. You know. <laughs> You know, you're you're gonna see a different dynamic. You're gonna you're you're probably not going to see the complete badass that Han Solo actually is. No, it'll probably take a, it'll take good punches here and there. But you know, yeah, I be. I think it's gonna be a good, for lack of a better term, origin story. Well, as young as these guys are, you're, I'm I'm almost looking at it as does one of them like they stole the daddy's spaceship and did, took off? Because <laughs> I mean, be that's fun. what they. I mean, they're kind of young in this movie. Well, I know that Han was actually <laughs> from a rich family. And, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, he's just, just like, a spoiled rich well, kid. Well, there was just... that rumor that a Han. It was uh, actually uh, a part of the Empire at one time, hmm. if yeah, I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, the, yeah there's that, that thought, too. So he was a, a young and then got out. But I, I, kn- I know that the, that the big thing that, that's going on right now that people are talking about is that uh, they've changed the look of the Millennium Falcon. No. You can't do that. Well, no. <laughs> he, here, here's the thing. The Millennium Falcon we know, yeah, is a hunk of junk. But oh, it was newer then. <laughs> it was newer then. I mean, so it's not going to look the same, you know. Even even from the original the, the original trilogy, it's going to look vastly different because even at that time, all the panels were still in place. Yeah, all I was going to say as things there. as it started to deteriorate, it took on a different shape, a different exactly. feel, and and so, so it became different. I I don't think anybody should actually be mad. They should actually be happy to see what. The Falcon looked like at the beginning. While it still sparkled and had its, you know, the first car wash. The first car wash look is still there. It's got some <laughs> sparkles on the windows. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's isn't that how the dice got in the, on the. Exactly, on the yeah. That's how it started. <laughs> I love Han. He's one of my, he's my favorite yeah. out of all of them. So I'm excited for that movie. Yeah. So, we're, so you know, it, it would actually bring a nice roundabout to the story. We've seen how he lived, we've seen how he died. Now let's see how it all started. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's, you've got a great tagline there, too. Hey. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, you do realize that we're never going to remember that now. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's recorded. It's recorded, yeah. So, so Disney, Lucas, <laughs> look me up. Do you, I, did you ever see that graphic where um, it was on, I think it, it was out for Facebook uh, about a month ago or less than a month ago, where you've got the... Um, an Imperial uh, destroyer chasing the Enterprise, 
Oh, yeah. And basically it says, come on, faster, faster, faster. <laughs> you know, because they don't want to get wrapped up into that, uh, that Disney yeah. owning everything. <laughs> we got to get out of here. So, yeah, right. it's, it's some fun stuff there. So, <laughs> so yeah, that, that that's it for Jedi, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So, let's also talk about, I know we were talking a little bit about another movie that kind of impacted both of us. Oh, Greatest Showman. No, we the weren't. The Greatest Showman. No, we weren't. <laughs> Not you. I haven't seen it, so I... Oh, it's so great. You have to go yeah. see it. Okay, so... That was the face my husband gave me when I said, exactly. let's go see it. He's like, oh. When I was a kid, I actually did work for a circus once. Did you? <laughs> uh-huh. But it's not, it's, you know what, it's somebody said, movie. I hope they don't have elephants in it. And I said, it's not a circus. It is not the circus. It's how... This, how it started. It's how it, it, started, is how it started, but it's but not like you don't see those scenes with elephants and lions. Yeah. I mean, there's like one scene of it's, that. It's but. it's P. T. Barnum and his museum of curiosities. Yeah, yeah. And it's I sold peanuts. That's all I know. <laughs> it was. It's amazing. And in the yeah, story, it might have been Barnum because it, it, it might have been. been because there's not a whole lot of circuses. No, there isn't. And on. and Hugh Jackman is just. Yes. Uh, I mean. Uh, Okay, so what do you say? so he he sings this call his this song uh, from now on. It's towards the end of the film, yeah, and it's it's a beautiful film. But there's also if you look on YouTube, there's actually they filmed it while they were pitching it to the studios. Okay, they actually sang it, and so th- so here, here's the story. They had to get all these people, the producers, all these people in one room to try to get the movie greenlit. Okay, and. So they finally did it after about eight months of planning and doing all this, getting the songs ready. They got everybody into one room. And the day before, Hugh Jackman goes into surgery on his nose to, res- to remove a cancer, and he's not allowed to sing. Oh, no. So everybody's just kind of distraught because Hugh Jackman's up there. Yeah, he's mimicking what's going to happen, but he's not allowed to sing. His doctor said, do not sing. They start showing what's going to happen in From Now On. Right. And it's just this rousing moment where you can see Hugh Jackman just said, enough of this. He just belted I'm out. singing. <laughs> nice. He did it. And he even said at the end of it, he touched his nose and it was bleeding. He had to actually go get restitched. <laughs> but he said, I, I would not have changed. It. it was worth yeah. it. I would not have changed for the world. And it's just so powerful because you see... It's even a different dynamic from the movie itself. Is it? Because you see the humanistic side of the joyous chorus that just comes in. Okay. And it's just beautiful. Like, yeah. like de- definitely look it up. It's actually on, uh, what is it, 20th Century Fox? Is there, uh, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, on their, it's on their YouTube page. I've been, I mean, I love it. It's, it really is worth it. I mean, my husband hates musicals, and I came home and said, you have to watch this. Mm-hmm. This is amazing it's it's not just the music it's just the story itself is just you know um i love zach afram and and i thought he was fantastic (laughs) oh yeah i mean i I have to like him because he was a he was a brown coat he was a firefly (laughs) he was the original um uh uh, i forgot (laughs) it's okay it'll come to you he's the young doctor when he was a child. Is he really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Go back and watch it. I'm going to have to go back and watch because yep. I had no clue. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
It's in his credits, too. You wow. can look him up on IMDb. I did not know that. I mean, I just like Zac Efron, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, the last movie that I really saw him in, I couldn't stop laughing and thought he was an idiot. But uh, Baywatch? Baywatch. Baywatch. <laughs> you know, and I took my 12-year-old oh, daughter to see it. Oh, you should not have done that. <laughs> she was dying to go see it. I said, okay, let's go. And then we get to the part where they're in the morgue, and I'm yeah. like, oh, my Lord, yeah. I'm so sorry. And I said, do you know what's going on? She goes, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Wow, you're 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 you're, you're you're talking. No, my uh, your phone's talking. My phone is talking, and that's not a good sign because it's the guy at Uber thinking that uh, <laughs> I'm saying this is going to cost me a small fortune. <laughs> All right. Well, a- anyway, yes. but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely try to find that. Um, and also, because uh, they also recorded "This Is Me." Okay. And if you if if you guys don't know it, and honestly. This song hit me so much. I actually cried in the theater. Yeah, it is an too. anthem. It is an anthem for anybody who is... <laughs> I'll be right back. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll still talk. talk. Yeah, you're, you don't know yeah, anything about yeah. this anyways. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's such an anthem for anybody who's felt like the outcast, who has felt strange, unwanted, away, a yeah. freak. It's And I, I actually made this post on Facebook earlier today because I was just... I was in my office just thinking about it and listening to it, and I just I had to write something. And it kind of just sparked this thing in me. I actually took the, uh, took the lyrics of the song. I actually copied it and pasted it on my, on my Facebook page, just so anybody passing by can read it if they want to. But I, I, had, I, I couldn't just do that. I needed to put something else on. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me go ahead and read to you what I, what I put, because I, I feel that... There's somebody out there listening to the show right now that may need Feels to he- may, way, yeah. may may need to hear this. So this song keeps resonating with me. An anthem for anyone who is different, weird, strange, a freak. You should never have to be afraid of who you are. You should be proud. We should be able to stand on a rooftop and scream out, "This is me." at the top of our lungs and not worry who sees us or worry what they think of us. I did do that. If you are different, that's okay. If you are weird, that's okay. If you are strange, that's okay. If you are a freak, that's okay. Mm-hmm. We are all different. We are all weird. We are all strange. We are all freaks in our own way. And I just go on. I, I just say, you can do this if you want, but you don't have to. But if you've ever felt like the outcast, like the odd person out, if you've ever felt different, put hashtag this is me. Oh, I love that. In your comments, on your page, just to show other people out there that you're not ashamed of who you are. Yep. And that they shouldn't be either. And that's really what that whole movie is about. That is. Is be who you are. I because mean, it's, you know. it's the, it's the <clears throat> oddities that are singing this song. Yes. Saying, you know, they're at this rich party. And they're being shunned. Yeah, well, and, he sh- well, and, and the, they're being shunned by the one person by the who one brought them yes. out, which is the, the worst part of it, you yes. know? It's the reason why I became a podcaster. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, ha- I have the face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. But, um, and, and that's but yeah, the, that was the whole point. It, 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 that point I cried at that scene. Yeah. When he when he shuts the door and, and she... And the lady who plays the bearded lady, her voice is yes. just oh, just so. And there, there's there's countless videos online of her actually seeing that in like concerts for other things. Really, like it, it's it's emotional. Yeah. And even even the uh, 20th Century Fox, like they did with with uh, from now on, yeah. they recorded it too. And she actually said she was she was scared 
to actually come out from behind her little podium where she had her music book. Was she? And then, just out of nowhere, she did it. And she she said she said there was an, an empowerment to the song that had her do it. So I mean, the, and it's kind of one of the things that I I kind of want to start myself. It's the movement hashtag This Is Me. I'll join in. <laughs> so just just put it out there. Just anybody listening, if you've ever felt that way, because we all have. Just put that out there. This is me. If you if you haven't heard the song, listen to it. If you've heard it, pass it on to a friend because there's somebody out there. And I'm sorry, I'm getting preachy about this. No, it's you know what? It's about. It's, but yeah. that's the movie. Like from the very first scene where he taps yeah. his cane, and you're like, okay, this is gonna be awesome. You exactly. just know from the first note, you know it's just gonna be spectacular. And, See, and Moulin Rouge is one of my favorite movies. Yes. And this had that whole. Moulin Rouge just hit you in the gut feel to mm-hmm. me. I mean, it wasn't as funny, but it was that just the songs were yeah. so just rich and it was, beautiful. It and was powerful. I'm a firm believer in the magic of music. Yeah. And there there is magic. Whether whether you believe magic is real or not, it's... there is a magic to not just this movie, but to every song, oh, yeah. every line. And just go go watch it. Yeah, it and, was my favorite movie you'll, last year. You'll believe me. I, even better than Thor, and I was yeah. like, Thor's the best, and then I saw I, that, and I was like, oh, I think Chris just fell, you know? <laughs> I do have to say that if a movie has a good soundtrack, it's usually going to sit up there really yeah. high. It, well, and this one's just amazing. And and it's yeah. it's just the way the songs are folded in is just... And it's, it's, and, and it's not just one song, it's every song. Oh, yeah, it's song. all of them. They're all wonderful. Every song. My daughter, I was driving her to the horse, to her horse one day, and she, I said, I really wish we could listen to the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Shoot, on YouTube, just playing them away for me. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know? Yeah, like I, I've, been, I've been getting to work early for the past couple of days, and I just turn it on on my computer, turn up the volume a little bit, and just close my office door and just... Yeah. Just listen. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah. The the movie. I mean the the the, the acting. The 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 songs. The the mm-hmm. the scenes. The, the colors. The theatrics. The richness of it yeah. is is just amazing. And um, it just it's one of those that can't I don't it can't be yeah. beat. It just was. Like I'm I'm actually thinking about putting together a bearded lady costume. Oh yeah, she was. Oh, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. You From do the- have the connections <laughs> with uh, with our friend Ladybeard. Yes, yes, I do. You have a Ladybeard friend? Okay, no, so you don't know Ladybeard. So La- no. Ladybeard is a uh, Australian uh, musician who lives in Japan. Does J-pop music, a J-pop hardcore rock music, and is also a wrestler. He is about six and a half feet tall. Long hair, a beard, and he wears dresses. Okay. Well, that explains Lady Beard. <laughs> his, na- his name is Lady Beard. I actually got to sit down and interview him and hang out with him cool. for a few hours after Sabaton Con last year. And he's just an awesome guy, and I can't wait for him to come back. Hey, Carol, the little car's moving homewards. I think we've got her picked <laughs> up now. <laughs> but... Um, I did Sabaton. I took my friend and my daughter and her best friend to Sabaton this year. First time I had ever gone. Yeah, same here with me. I wished it had been larger. And they're fairy tale, my hero academia freaks. So yes. I didn't, they didn't see as much related to those as I think yeah. they wanted. But but then they went to Comic Con and found, or uh, Fan Fest Fan and Fest. found tons of that. So. I've, I've changed a few of my things. Uh, I enjoyed Sableton so much that I will be staying at the hotel next year. Will you? Or nice. this year. This, yeah. <laughs> this year. 
So, um, and actually, the uh, uh, the creator, Greg, uh, we had talked about doing a panel. So mm -hmm. we actually may do a, a panel or even maybe a booth. We haven't yeah, gotten that'd be good. into a lot of details yet. Yeah. So since we're getting into the co topic of cons, cons. Uh, let's we do talk about we, cons we, occasionally. We, do, we, do talk <laughs> about cons. Uh, we got a big con coming up. It is, of course, Ace Comic Con yes. here in Glendale. In Glendale. Glendale, Arizona. Long, 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 I've got some long big way. names. <laughs> yes. Uh, they do. For those of you Marvel fans, of course, there's... Uh, Chris Evans, Captain yes. America himself. We, we got uh, the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. We have uh, 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 yeah, Black Falcon. Um, yeah, just just the Falcon. Um, and Spider Man. Spider Man. Yes. Yes. Tom. That's something. a sticky situation. <laughs> yeah, but also for you wrestling fans out there. No. Nope. Oh, hold on. Let, 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 <laughs> well, let me. Stan Lee. Too. Yeah, and Can't Stan Lee. Stan Cannot yes. forget Stan Lee, <laughs> who just celebrated a, uh, a birthday. 500 yeah. years. 500 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and still going strong. according to some of the face of some of the new gossip has been chasing his nurses around a little bit. So. Yeah, I, I, I'll yeah. believe it when I see yeah. it. <laughs> and, and I'm included. I mean, what? Um, but then, of course, for you wrestling fans out there, uh, the Hulk himself, well, Hulk. Yeah. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea. And Sting. I think. And Didn't Sting. He? Sting yeah. is going to be here, also along with Jimmy the Mouth, uh, Mouth of the South Heart. Yes, he is still around. Jimmy Hart. You could is say that around. about all of them. Tell yeah, you, that's true. Yeah, well, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> still around. Because they did the yeah. reality shows, so I knew he was still around, but I didn't know Jimmy the Mouth. Yeah, South. Jimmy Mouth of South is still around. He's and not one of the ones that have died off recently. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then of course of heart attacks. Uh, Eric Bischoff, he was uh, one of the creators of WCW. Don't know. So World Championship <laughs> Wrestling was one of okay. WWE's uh, competitors, but he kind of got. Sucked into the world of WWE as well, um, but yeah, and then a couple of a uh, couple of other smaller uh, smaller names from a couple Marvel TV shows and yeah. uh, a couple of the, uh, the secondary actors in the movies. Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell. Yes. Yes. Agent Carter herself will be also there. Yes. So. Um, Touchdown. She made it home. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, my expectation um, after, and I'm I'm sorry I do have to say this, after seeing the status of what their Long Island uh, Ace Comic Con was, I actually haven't had time to hear it, so, so I'm hearing it for the first time. So I've I've read a lot of things. I'm not going to get into detail about it, but um, for lack of a better term, and trying not to curse, it was a fluster cluck. Now, see, I've heard people say that one is, one isn't. I mean, yeah. they're, I'm really going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I, I am, too. I do want to see what's going to happen when it starts. I'm not going into it with high expectations personally, but we'll see if Ace Comic Con can make a believer out of me. I, well, you know, after doing FanFest at the, the, uh, the arena, uh, mm -hmm. the football arena, uh, I'm not so sure I'm going to be really liking the ice rink right. um you know it's the same kind of everyone's everyone's boom here y'all together yeah <laughs> you're all in this one big area because you cannot go any further Th those walls keep you in for a reason and yeah. i'm not a big fan of that and and they're also not really bringing out the fact that people could actually wear costumes do cosplay like they're they're not promoting it they're not saying don't do it but 
they're not saying to do it. So you don't True. think the Comic-Con name attached to it tells people that they can't? I, I don't, honestly. I, I think it's going to be one of those we're going to have to see it. We're going to have to... We're we're gonna have to wait and see what happens okay. because it is a new con and and the lawsuits might not have already been hit yet. So yeah, we have I, to I'm tempted wait. to take the girls off this weekend because mm-hmm. it's just so expensive. And it, it, is. it is. I agree. And it's a long drive. It's, yeah, it's, it's a very a, long drive. It is. I, I, that, that, I, that's going to be an expensive Uber. I, I actually did, did request, and we might be able to fix that. Um, mm-hmm. I actually did a request to see if any of my friends were going that way, and I did not get an answer. So it, it looks like I'm going to steal the van on Sunday. Yeah, so I'll I'll, s- I'll see if I can uh, reach out to anybody in bra. Yeah, that's so. possible. Uh, I I don't. Where are they going? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. know. Some of them might be. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I expect some of them will be there in some yeah. form or another. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, we were going to get on the topic of uh, the name change for Phoenix Cost Fest, but, but uh, we're kind of running over our time. Damn it. I know. So That's we'll, it. Next we'll, week, we're going to have to be here at 3 in yeah. the afternoon. <laughs> so we're, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll still talk about it, uh, get your guys' opinions um, about what uh, the name change is going to bring for Phoenix Comic Con slash Comic Fest. Comic yes. Fest, yeah. And uh, to everyone who is going to be paying attention, uh, next, is it next week? Yes, next week. Uh, that's Andrew, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Andrew is going to be our guest next week. Okay, so we are going to be going to your studio. Yes. And we're going to have Andrew Long of Arizona G- Game, game Fair. Fair. I always, yeah. always going to keep game, thinking Game Fair or is it Game On? God, I got just too many conventions. Yes, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have him uh, talking about uh, this year's. He's uh, moving his to the, isn't he? He's moving it to the, to the, uh, uh, Phoenix, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah. But either way, uh, we did talk to him and yeah, he's, uh, he's excited about his, uh, thing and we're going to have him on the show. We'll talk about it and what he's doing All right. <laughs> and any new stuff. And a big thank you again to Jen Windrow. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, of course. Any any time, let us know what's uh, what's happening with the next I will. one. I will. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, like I said, hopefully the next one's out by Comic Con. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely the goal. Uh, now, where can we find you? Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iBooks, Muse It Up Publishing, which is my publisher, and Kobo. All right. So. And we'll have a couple links up on our Facebook page as well. And your social network. You're on. I know that you're I'm on, on Twitter. Facebook, Twitter. Goodreads, Instagram? Instagram, which I don't use as often as I should. I'm, I'm not my 12-year-old daughter who uses it constantly. Um, <laughs> uh, on all, I'm on all the social. I have my own website. So, yeah, I'm on everything. I, awesome. I've well, done it all. We'll definitely link up with you. Okay. And, of course, if you guys want to listen, uh, listen in to us, we are streaming on four different sources. We got iTunes, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, and, of course, Star Worldwide Network. Our friends at Star Worldwide Network, thank you again for having us on, Mr. Dave Pratt, and uh, with, of course, the help of Mr. Ed Vanderlee. Yes, we get to send uh, <laughs> get to send a file. He's been, yeah, he's not had a file from us for quite a while. I know. <laughs> uh, and of course, follow us on all of our social medias: uh, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, or uh, 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 Instagram. All that fun stuff. Uh, and also to apologize because I had been pushing it and pushing it and pushing it that we were going to be on uh, uh, Twitch. Uh, I didn't have a long enough cord. <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll, we'll still get that going. We, we will be on Twitch very, 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 very soon. And, of course, if you guys want to help us out, uh, finding uh, finding out a little bit of help for uh, 
are funding us, helping us get to these different cons and all that fun stuff, we want to go ahead and make the coverage for you. Uh, look us up on our Patreon. Just look up Con Air Radio. And uh, if you guys would like to help out and donate a little bit so we can get to those different conventions so we have all the fun little tidbits for you, Yes. just give us a little help at Patreon. All right, and I guess that's it. That is it. That is it. So from all of us here at Con Air Radio, we will we'll see, see you at, at the, the con. con. Where's the button? Where's the button? There it is. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.